0: Now it's time for Live with the Vibe. Your four expert coaches have heart-to-heart conversations, share their thoughts and points of view about the things that matter to you most, love, relationships, your career, and trauma. Here's Julian Cantarella, Jackie Atchison, Susan Greif, and Amy Blumberg. It's time to learn a little, laugh a little.
1: It's time for the Vibe.
2: Hi, and welcome to Live with the Vibe, where we have the heart to heart conversations. I'm Julianne Cantarella. I'm Jackie Atchison. I'm Susan Greif.
1: And I'm Amy Blumberg.
2: And don't adjust your monitors. You've joined us for our holiday show, and we are wearing our crazy sweaters. Mm -hmm. And as you ladies know, the holidays can be a source for many of joy, happiness, and excitement. And for others, it can trigger a, a sadness and anxiety and loneliness and the population that I work with, which happens to be singles, as you know I coach singles, I've heard over the years from so many that the holidays can really shine a light and exacerbate their singleness and it can really make an already stressful situation even more stressful. So. Amy, you working in business and having clients who own their own business and trying to start up, what have you seen?
1: I see for a lot of people that are starting businesses a lot of stress, end of year, really trying to get their business going, trying to really make things happen and juggle many different things. I mean, We talked about struggle with the juggle in one of our shows, but it's juggling being a business owner and also going out and taking advantage of the holiday networking and really not knowing limitations and boundaries. And so for those clients that are entrepreneurs, it does typically, they really struggle in that sense and they do typically need to find some balance. For the clients that I also have, that I work with that have just been downsized, a lot of them don't really recognize that there's an opportunity to use networking as an opportunity to find a job. So each of those types of clients really have to find some balance and rhythm to what they want to do, so that they don't let their guard down and allow the holidays to really dominate what they want to be doing for themselves. So, I, you know, I don't know if you all find that with your clients, but I do believe that boundaries is a big piece of what needs to happen during the holidays. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And I like
2: that you say, holidays can actually be a great networking time. Mm-hmm. Because I see that with my singles as well. I tell them, use these events these holiday happenings as a way to network and potentially meet someone so a lot of people want to isolate and not go out and i tell them this is absolutely the time to get out
1: well and just staying with that for one second before you ladies pipe in and that is is that the best thing about holidays is people believe it's a limiting belief that you can't get a job during the holidays it's actually one of the best times to get a job because people are really getting revved up for the new year but they're using the holidays as an opportunity to meet people. And so by networking and going out and going to parties and events, for the businesses or with other people, it opens up doors that other people might not have thought about. So I can tell you that I've had many clients find ways to network and land jobs beginning of the year, January, February, when employers are really beginning to hire. So it can be great time, even though there might be other things that are happening in your life that might not be ideal. It's the one thing I would encourage people to think about if you're really looking to get back into the workforce or find a new job. What about you that, guys? Well,
3: that's excellent. I did not know, though. Thank you for sharing that with me and with us. Um, but boundaries is really a huge issue when it comes to the holidays. And when it comes to dealing with business, with dealing with your family, because you know there's a lot of family time, and then there's the purchasing of the gifts. There's so much going on here, so there's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety that is um, we all have to deal with. Um, mostly I think family events. How many times do you go to family events and you wonder like, ugh, is so-and-so going to be there or uncle so-and-so and so so forth, And, and whether you're preparing for the family or people preparing for you, it's just hard to juggle. It's hard to deal with a lot of the emotions and different personalities and um, preparation is the key oh so true
2: because m- my clients they dread going home when they're single they've been single for a while and they're just anticipating the inquisition oh, yeah. who's gonna say what who's gonna ask me about my ex-boyfriend who's gonna sh- shine that light on the fact and uh, you know my clients are already feeling that sadness and that vulnerability, knowing they're going to enter into that situation and hear, how come you're not married? When are you going to make me a grandmother? And <laughs> <laughs> hear that, they really do. Ding, your ding, biological ding. clock, clock ding. is ticking, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, it's very overwhelming. And I always say, if you know that it's going to, the, the conversation is going to turn in that direction, mm-hmm. be preemptive call your family, whomever, wherever the holiday is going to be, and say, if it's at your parents, mom and dad, I love you, please do not ask me. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. Be honest, be vulnerable with your family, and tell them, I'm feeling badly enough already. Mm -hmm. Let's not make this even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, And I'm sure you see that with your divorce. As
0: I'm listening, I'm putting together all the pieces of the first time you go through the holidays knowing that you're divorced. Mm-hmm. There are so many different ways that I can, like, I'm gonna pick up on something you said about jobs. As an example, say they're a returning housewife. They have the anxiety of knowing they either have to look for a job now and possibly sell a home. And that reminded me of something that's another misnomer out there, is that people don't buy and sell homes during the holidays, wait. Actually the truth of the matter is, having done mortgages and dealing in divorce, it's actually the best time because the most serious buyers and sellers are the ones that are out there now. And when I was getting divorced, I sold my home during Thanksgiving. Because it was a, who else comes out? during the holidays except serious buyers. So for that piece, I tell a lot of my clients, don't wait if this is something you need to do. But they're now dealing with the the job situation, so thank you, that's a really good piece of information. And being alone for the holidays, having to think that every holiday and tradition was revolving around their children if they have family, and now maybe they're not gonna have their children. Yeah, we're now going back to mom and dad's house alone because they think that's safe. And then all of a sudden they come back and go, this doesn't work either because I feel like a child in my parents' <laughs> home. Okay. Who am I? Yeah. So they're juggling setting up the schedules with the, ch- with the new ex-parenting plans that go on and their own lives. So again, the first thing I tell them is plan in advance. Yeah, with, with, their, <laughs> with their parent or soon to be ex-spouse, Absolutely plan in advance. This way, now you have an opportunity to figure out your life and make new traditions, whether it's with the children the day before or after. Make a new tradition. Have friends over. Do a potluck dinner if there's no meals. Gift giving when there's no money. Mm -hmm. There are so many ways that we have to think, and that's what I do with my clients. We hit these things now rather than later.
1: You know, you bring up gift giving, and it's really interesting being a business leader and working in a corporation or even a small business. You feel this need to give employees gifts, mm-hmm. and so many of us struggle with that because all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, it's going to be burdensome. And the challenge with giving gifts, particularly when you work as a leader in an organization or you have your own small business, is it's, you're like, what am I going to do about the money? And it becomes very overwhelming, and it's stressful. So not only are you dealing with stress of maybe divorce or other things, not dating or losing your job, but suddenly now there's an expectation you have to do gift giving, whether it be to go to your family or do it in a work environment, and it can become incredibly overwhelming. And I know I have some great tips for that later, but I would be curious, Susan, how do you work with people that are dealing with that angst and that anxiety about gift giving, and how do you tell people to sort of calm those nerves, because? I can tell you, I've had to go through that when I've worked in a corporate environment, and it can get really expensive. I've had 10, 12 direct reports at one point. So what do you do?
3: Well, first, let's talk about Hanukkah, because there's (laughs) eight nights of gifts that we trying to give all the children. You have Hanukkah parties, and there's all these nieces and nephews and your own children, And no, you don't have to give a gift every night, or or at least a whole gift every night. You can break it down so at the end becomes one big gift.
0: So you're saying one sock one night and one sock the
3: next (laughs) night? (laughs) Like, if you give a doll, you know, okay, yes, my kids, I did this, Uh, like American dolls, like, you give instead of the entire set, furniture set and the doll and the clothing, you just do like one little thing by the end of the week you have something to give, or certain gains, if it's part of it, give it a package, or an outfit, little pieces, everything. So when they're young, they don't know better. And when they get older, you say, listen, you're getting one big gift for eight days. And, but yes, there is a problem with the, with the giving gifts. There's, it gets to be so expensive, and we become so anxious. And I think it's all about putting it down on paper, figuring out how much money can you afford to spend on these gifts, what um, you know, and what are you willing to pay, and and be okay with it. Though I think the problem is, people feel they are judged. Well, it's
2: very commercialized. It's
3: mm-hmm. commercialized, and so
2: we kind of lose sight of what the holiday season is really about. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so, rather than giving an actual physical gift, it's always nice to give of yourself, of your time. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. You know, and I think those and give gifts that are more meaningful. You know, find out what it is the person who is in your life. Maybe they enjoy skiing or maybe so rather than think about buying them skis or a package somewhere, get them a book or about skiing, maybe a, a famous skier or something.
3: I, I, it, it sounds maybe... Or even just a gift card, and it's okay for your favorite stores or your favorite, you know, Starbucks, for instance. Right. You oh, know? yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: I found when I was going through divorce, obviously, there's always that fear, whether it's real or not. Mm-hmm. With the income being split in the home at this point, how am I gonna do the holidays? Mm-hmm. And for me, it became a real anxiety, and I work with my clients with that because they go through it as well. Mm-hmm. So what we, what I started to establish at that point with my kids, I know I have daughters, so how often do they come to me and go, oh, I love this pocketbook, oh, I love this shirt. Oh, I, <laughs> So what happened was, they shot it. I <laughs> gave from the heart. I knew That's the thing right. that meant the most, so mm-hmm. I made that particular first holiday about regifting the things we love because right. they're actually a lot harder to Part with, then it is the ease of going to a store with money and buying them something. It's sentimental value. Yeah, just or so a family heirloom. Yeah. So I have to tell you, to this day, we continue that tradition, and so many of my clients have told me the same thing and said it was never a better practice and more meaningful for the family than to do something like this. So I would suggest that for anybody, it's not about the money, it's from the heart. My,
2: last year, my, um, my mom's gone six years now, and last year, my sister actually went into her cookbook and copied all of my mother's recipes in her handwriting oh. and put it into a cookbook for mm-hmm. me and had a picture of my mom and everything. Right. So it was really very thoughtful. It's so nice. didn't really cost a lot, but it right. meant so oh, much. Right. And I, I go to it every time I bake now. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. That, that's that's really wonderful. Nice. Yeah.
3: But to me, the food, also be prepared. Everybody's complaining about there's so much food. Be prepared. Eat If you're eating healthy, eat healthy at home before you go. So, you don't find yourself snacking on the foods that you don't normally eat. Well, that
0: goes into the health issue uh, regarding the holidays, the holidays right? right. Yeah, so for the stress levels. Right. I mean, I know, again, I have to work with my clients doubly if every, yes, you know, if you lose a job during the holidays, it stinks. Mm-hmm. If you're getting divorced and need to find a job, if you're single, uh, the stress levels are huge. Right. So stay away from the alcohol, oh. the sugars. No, S- try so to exercise hard. just a little bit more, even if it's a 10-minute walk. Park in the furthest place in the parking lot and walk a little don't bit. don't take the elevator. Yeah, <laughs> No, no, don't. Little things to do to Great. keep your health in a better place,
2: so you can be in a better place oh yeah, absolutely. I know for, for many of my clients who are now newly dating, there is the issue of gift giving mm-hmm. and I, I you know I have to tell them you know you 've only been dating a short amount of time you don 't know this person all that well mm-hmm. you don 't have to make a grandiose gesture again, be thoughtful, find out about them, what makes them tick, what makes them happy. It could be a special coffee from. From Starbucks, for, for, you know, that will just really make them every morning when they're making their coffee, they'll think of you, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Julie,
3: mean, what happens to your clients who are alone for the holidays? Sure. So
2: it's it's can be very difficult for them because at the same time, not only do they want to avoid, but sometimes they're not being invited because they are single mm-hmm. and they're being excluded, which is another layer of pain. Mm-hmm. So. I encourage them, and I know you do too, is to invite yourself, call them up, say, I'm available, and let them know that you know, just because they're single does not mean that they can't be invited and included. And that's just something for people to think of if you have friends who are single, whether it be divorced, widowed, you know, come out of a long-term relationship. They still want to
3: be included. Mm -hmm. There's also community meals if if that becomes Mm a situation. And I tell
2: them to get involved, volunteer, give back. You'll feel so wonderful. The greatest reward Mm -hmm.
3: is when you give and you get back. Absolutely, because they appreciate you more. You get get
2: back from the giving. Right. You see the. I even do that with my children. This time of year, we do um, volunteer Mm -hmm. and try to get them out. And as my child, my two older ones already get it. My little guy is you know, he's, this is where I want him to really start realizing that um, it's time for him to give back. They have no real understanding of all that they have. Mm-hmm. You know? They really just have no understanding of, of what, how wonderful their, their situation is.
1: You know when you talk about giving back, a lot of companies today We'll have holiday parties, but in lieu of holiday parties, sometimes if you're a leader, you're running, it. you have a team, you're running a business, taking that team instead of doing gift giving is give back, plan an event to go volunteer, to go do something, because that's more rewarding as a leader. And it also creates a level of empathy amongst the team and camaraderie so that if you are a new leader, you are looking to rebuild that whole morale during the holidays, because sometimes people get really drained and exhausted. It's a great way and rewarding to be able to be in a place to do something really neat in lieu of a party. And you know, there's a statistic out there that 80% of companies today do have parties. About 20% of employees do drop out though. And it's a high percentage. And a lot of times employees don't go because they're fearful of having to talk to others. They're fearful, they're stressed. They have work, they can't go because they have a deadline to make. So I also would say, I encourage employees, whether it's doing something to give back, or I encourage them to go, because it's an opportunity to talk with people that you typically wouldn't talk to, and build relationships and get over some of those angst and hurdles of of things that you've been struggling with. Mm And, you know, I've worked in the fashion industry for so many years and I would work these crazy schedules. I would be exhausted. I mean, there was something what they would call an iron day where you would go in at 8 and work until 9, 10 o'clock at night. Well, you would have breaks, but it was a long day. And we would call holiday stretches and you would just be burnt out on holidays because you'd see all these people shopping and spending money and be joyful and you would be by yourself. You might have been divorced, you might have been going through some trauma yourself, and so when you go home at night you would feel like, how am I gonna relax? So by giving back and doing some really fun things or doing experiential things with friends or colleagues is such a great way to really build that morale and that that focus of what you're feeling, of that anxiety that's going on in you. And I just have to ask, because I know
0: this has to come into play, when you have events that are both personal And business on the same night. How much extra layers of stress is there? Like, how do you make that decision and how does your spouse deal with it?
1: What if they have to attend with you and they have something else, you know? Well, in business, I think you have to decide. You you know, you asked a few things, and I think we all Mm -hmm. probably are dealing with similar things, or spouses Mm -hmm. have but one is, is you have to decide what's most important to you and where you wanna go. Sometimes you can split your time up. I do have friends that will go to one event early and then go to another event so that they do get two things in. Sometimes I find that couples do split up in business or they one might go to one event and then they'll meet up somewhere else so that at least if they're invited to multiple events. And I look, I would love to be invited to multiple events. That doesn't always <laughs> happen to me. Sometimes I'm never even invited and that's a whole nother thing that you feel badly. Correct. But I think it's about balance and about really finding for yourself what's gonna matter for you. And in getting over that inks, you know, it's that struggle, it's the yin yang. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide what's gonna be the right thing and then you just need to be really, I think concerned and at the same time for yourself and for your personal health, but make sure you're letting your employer know that you have a conflict up front. Don't wait till the last minute because people do do that. They procrastinate Yes. and then that makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. But you know, for all of you, tell me how do you guys manage that with yourselves and with your spouses? What do you do hmm. when you've had multiple parties? And I know Susan, you go to a lot of things because <laughs> you guys live in a community that's very social. Right, yes. So what do you do? Well, I'm usually the one that
3: has the holidays near me because I don't know some just happen that way, and I've actually am learning to say, not this year, not this year, and I think it's for me. I need to say enough is enough, and I love having it unless you guys want to chip in or let's go somewhere else. Let's go out for dinner instead of mm. having a party at my house because it's become so overwhelming sometimes, and then I'm left with the cleanup. I'm left with everything. Yeah. My so, husband does so that. <laughs> So, um, you know, so it, it gets exhausting. My client also, she feels, I have a couple of clients, they're always the one that's doing the hosting. So I had to learn from my clients on how to set the boundaries, because I teach them that. So I, obviously, I got it's a reflection of me. Create the boundaries. Like, tell people, let's either potluck it, or I'm not having it this year, or I'm not having Uncle Joe's cousin's brother. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's like, I want it more intimate. I've become, as I'm getting older, I prefer more intimate. Yeah,
2: I, I yeah, have to say, so, I do too. Yeah.
3: So, uh, anyway, so there's a lot of stress. But I think that was really, for me, I think a lot of stress, is a lot of people feel um, competition, judgment, you know, mm-hmm. the lawn, you know, this person's lawn house looks more decorated, more <laughs> beautiful, um, you know. Julianne's sweater is nice and <laughs> sweater, you know, and the whole... <laughs> and there's the whole social media aspect of, like, comparing, because people are going to put their highlights, and they don't realize that they're just showing off with the best that they have. And mm-hmm. we don't really know what goes on oh my. behind I the scenes. The scenes. Yes, oh, my God, I just heard a fast story
0: having nothing to do with this. So this great family picture, the parents took the children and the grandchildren away and I found out about all the inner fighting that was going on for the entire trip. Oh, wow. Social media, don't believe yeah. what you see. Right, people putting up their
3: best smiles. Mm-hmm. It's a mask we wear. It is of a course. mask, thank you. Perfectly <laughs> yeah. stated. Yeah. Perfect. yeah. But also, I, I just one more thing and then I'll let you go, <laughs> sorry. I just feel that it's so interesting that in these darker days, the shorter, you know, shorter oh, days, God that we celebrate holidays like Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa because they are all somewhat a festival of light. It's about bringing light into the darkness and that's what we need to look for, the light Mm -hmm. in our darkness. And remember that that there's something that's going to spark it and you should mm-hmm. go to the light. Okay.
0: Yes, I love that. So with that, I'm going to add a little piece for anybody getting divorced for the first time and they're trying to figure out the money. Again, I'm saying regifting and doing all these other things that are memorable for your family. But remember one thing. There was one gift that you used to always buy and that was for your spouse. You no longer have that spouse. So, take that money and buy yourself something. Oh, that's great. I like that. I like yeah. that, too. Yeah. Buy yourself something. Make
3: yourself feel special. Mm-hmm. So sometimes so. I buy myself something, and I give him the card <laughs> to sign
1: it.
2: <up. laughs> I got this, now give now it to me. sign her. it and give it to me. <laughs> I actually
0: tried that one. It didn't work. <laughs> he said, no, no. <laughs> But, yeah, that would be a really important one, speaking about shining the light
3: during a dark day. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you have to do. Find the light. Yeah. Can you give us some tips on how you shine light? Sure. How do
2: I shine light? Giving back, I think, giving back through the community, even if it's, and and everybody's time is so precious. And I went food shopping the other day, and at the supermarket, our uh, one near my house, they actually, if you pay an extra fee, they'll give a whole box of food to the food pantry mm-hmm. in That's our so town. Cool. I was, I have to tell you, it. It brought tears to my eyes. It really did. I was standing there, and it just, you know, it, in my hurried hurried moment, it made me stop and think, oh, my goodness, I'm so blessed. I'm just so blessed, mm-hmm. and I'm blessed to be able to give the money to do this. Absolutely. So I think just giving back no matter, yeah. small, small ways that you can think of. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose. Again, just something small that you can do.
1: I would say that it's taking my family. And doing something really generous for other people mm-hmm. and giving back would be really an amazing way to shine the light and doing something. Because what I think it does is it grounds you in such a way that it makes you realize that for whatever you do have, that you're fortunate, and if you don't have, giving back and helping somebody else is really important. And sometimes you can do that through your synagogue, you can do that through your church, you can do that Mm -hmm. through organizations you're part of, and it's also sometimes they do do things in shopping malls or in supermarkets, but also doing it yourself personally, I think, is really important, because it'll make you feel better that you've done something special for someone else, and it allows you to somewhat feel more at ease and realize that gifts is not, what makes the holidays it's about being with people and family and friends Mm -hmm. and the other way that I really like to shine a light is I love baking and doing things with my family and bringing what I call my little treasures of things that I make. So that that's a way of giving back to other people and generosity as opposed to just bringing gifts. Because sometimes gifts don't mean anything. And of course, bringing bubbly or something else. But doing things that just feel good as opposed to having going out and spending money when it's really stressful. Because that just adds to my stress. And then that way I worry about it. So I like to just do things that are easy and kind and good. There's goodness to it. Mm -hmm. I think just being heard is
3: such a gift. So listening to somebody is such a gift.
1: Well, yeah, and you, you know, it's interesting before Jackie says something, one of the things you can do as a leader, a boss, an employee, is be empathetic and listen during the holidays because you don't know if somebody just broke up with someone. You don't know if they're going through a divorce or they've lost a loved one or they're going through a lot of stress and anxiety at home about family issues during the holidays because believe me, everybody's got family issues during the holidays. Yes. As good as it is, it could be stressful. So it's important as a manager and as a leader to help keep the morale and keep the Boosting your people but listen like you said, I think is so important because when you don't listen and you're not observing and you're not watching You just never know and sometimes it really makes a difference with people Mm -hmm. So I know Jackie you wanted to say something. Yeah,
0: well, I think when you're in the worst place in your life Volunteering Mm -hmm. and that is something a new tradition. You should be setting up. Yes, and I stress it really hard with your family when you have them because it does make you and your family realize as bad as you think you have it, you definitely have it better than someone else. And when you're not with your children, I would basically say, let happiness happen. Mm -hmm. Don't feel guilty and stop worrying about them when they're with the other parent. The other parent does love them, they're making, just let it be and start your own traditions and your own life. And for people who are unsure, like what Julianne and I have with people that are now single, They're awkward about it. Mm -hmm. Don't be awkward. Invite them. Really think about inviting them, because it is hard enough for us as coaches to say to them, invite yourself. And we push that, because it's more important than them being alone.
2: Oh, most definitely. And
3: the inner critic, the woe is me attitude, the dark since dark days, it's depressing. Mm -hmm. So we always go into the negative space. So it's important for us to find gratitude in everything because once we start journaling gratitude, whatever it is, tiny thing, it'll bring joy into your life. Mm -hmm.
2: Ladies, thank you so much. This was wonderful. And we hope you enjoyed our show and have a wonderful holiday season. And please join us next show where we are talking about a reset for the new year. I'm Julianne Cantarella. (laughs) I'm Jackie Atchison. I'm Susan Greif. I'm
1: Amy Blumberg.
3: And we're (laughs) live with the vibe. vibe.